Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. strong i know i can't do this los angeles accent everyone go watch pedro on snl that was one of the best snl skits i've ever seen in my life oh my god where am i oh my gosh are we gonna record now we're gonna record now watching the episode i've seen nothing but pedro today the binge snl is watching narcos and not the last of us so my brain is filled with Pedro Pascal. All right, it's us. We're back. This is the, the Pedro Reddit. Pascal fan club. Yes, it's the <laughs> <Yeah>. truth. <laughs> you just have to deal with it. Uh, but other than the Pedro Pascal fan club, obviously, we are the rest of us. And uh, we are here to discuss uh, the weekly episodes of The Last of Us, uh, which, oh my God, we are at episode four at this point, which is unreal. Already? It's uh, going by way too quick. We have uh, the wonderful Erica with us. The Hi. lovely Nick. Hello. And myself, Lily. <laughs> Yay! So just like we said last week, uh, we are recording this podcast directly after watching the episode. So it's still fresh in our minds. It's still fresh in the world. So any theories or any talking points that uh, you guys might have already that have developed through the week, uh, obviously we might not be all the way up to date on that, but we would love to chat to you guys about it in the live chat if you're joining us on YouTube or all over our social medias, wherever it is. Let's talk about it. All right. Erica is very happy. I burst into tears. I was so happy. I, like, literally, I, I, did, I grabbed the tissue that I brought with me this time. And I was just like, prepared. <laughs> well done. Well done. We learn. We learn. We have an important question to ask you, Lily. Did you skip the opening sequence again? The intro. She did. Of course she did. She did. Look at that face. She definitely did. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, I did. I'm sure you didn't. I can't help it. I'm just too impatient. I'm like, ah, it's, it's too long. <laughs> just like, yeah. just want to get into it. Yeah. Sure. I miss my cold openings. I'm gonna say that the first two were yeah. so good mm. that I, I just we were. Them. Me and my husband were sitting there like, I wonder what they're going to do with like a cold opening. I wonder what they're going to do. And they went straight to the credits. I was like, well, they're getting real straight up into this episode because it was a rather short one. It was a nice refresher after the longer yeah. episode. Uh, yeah. uh, and emotional. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We basically start off with wonderful Ellie. Uh, just, I, I loved how she was trying out the looks. She's just like, with, the, with the gun, like, you know. <laughs> have to do this i like that she's smart and she takes out the bullet from oh we the love gun. seeing proper gun safety like come on that was like because i was expecting like you know it's gonna still go off but then she did mm -hmm. the whole taking it apart and 
getting yep. the last bullet out and I was like okay you're a smart one we like you <laughs> it was nice to see but it's one of my favorite things to take a look at is like um here I'm gonna use this weight as gun representation. Okay, okay. so when people do guns one of the first things I check is gun safety so they'll have their finger up on the barrel mm-hmm. which is exactly how it should be if you are not planning to use your gun or anything at all that is exactly where your finger needs to be at all times and that's always the first thing I check. And I'm like, yes, love some good proper safety, even though they're not real guns. And and then we get my favorite things, which is the puns from Ellie. I love puns. Kate is always so annoyed with me. I love them. I, I, always, I get so mad at people who are annoyed at it. I'm like, but they're hilarious. They're so, so good. good. They're I, so I, good. You know, like Joel is just standing there not appreciating the puns and i was like come on laugh it's so funny please it's laugh. true <laughs> and it, it was nice seeing the like um so kind of like the first like easter egg is obviously the no pun intended too yeah. which is uh what riley gives ellie which we'll we'll meet riley later and we'll get a little bit more of that um but it was nice seeing that and the jokes that she makes are all what all ashley johnson said in the games yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And yeah. seeing the progression of Joel's reaction to each of the jokes. It's so fun. It's so beautiful. beautiful. You can't hold it in. They are good. You, you have and it's to always laugh. the poop it, joke it gets, that gets yeah. everyone. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, what else? What else? Ah, I have a good one for you guys. It's my favorite one. I love it so it's much. Show me. Okay. okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I love it's it. It's so much. good. It's so good. Oh, I God. love it. Anyway, get back to the episode. Yes, ponds are fun. We love ponds. Yes. Uh, and then we get on the road and we get uh, the scene that Erica oh. is waiting for. The and didn't, scene. didn't happen. And it's it was... word for word oh. exactly the same. It was uh, so perfect. <laughs> Really I was, was so happy, just like the the way that Ellie's expressions were, the way she's like, "I want to see what all the fuss is about." You know, just like, <laughs> it was, why are the pages stuck together? I I liked when uh, <laughs> at at that point she literally just looks at Joel and like, and like, oh, I know what I'm gonna say, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you and we got the friend. favorite, <laughs> bye bye, dude, bye bye, dude. That's yeah. Yeah, that was when I burst into tears for a second time during they, that scene. I I love that they know what are the things that they simply just can't leave out from the whole adaptation part. Uh, because let's be fair, this is once again detouring from the game heavily, yeah. uh, in a way, which is not a complaint. Before I will anyone... talk about my thoughts here soon, actually, as to why I actually I really liked the way they did it. We're not in Pittsburgh, we're in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get into Kansas City, they make a little stop because obviously it's a long ride and you get tired and Joel rightfully so says that they need to stop and take a little break from all the driving. And uh, here's my first complaint. This is a complaint Ooh. because I was like, Uh-oh. you're starting to do it and I hate it. Oh, the no infected. <laughs> yes. Are you sure we're safe in the forest? Yes, the infected don't come out here. Fungus doesn't like it. And I'm like, 
So you just keep giving yourself excuses not to include them. Like it could be a thing. I mean, you see in a lot of like like zombie type media that the the zombies normally sort of congregate in big cities, like in the sort of downtown areas. And I'm wondering if maybe it's it it could be like a population thing. But it's yeah. normally like I mean, The Walking Dead was the same kind of thing. They went out into the forest and it was kind of safe. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're attracted to like the skyscrapers and the big city, and I don't know. That's an interesting interesting idea. It's it's starting to happen, and and I'm like I'm I'm a bit disappointed in this uh, yeah. so far. Like mm. you know, uh, it's one of the coolest zombie infections we have. Let's call it zombie infections. It's or infection or whatever. Uh, and so far, it's badly there. Like we we got in yeah. uh, a little bit obviously in the first episode, and then the second like uh, came down with it a bit better, and then eh, yeah we saw one in the third one, and then basically we are at the part already where there was none in this episode, nothing like yes. Uh, cars yeah. are abandoned, yes, uh, cities, towns, everything is abandoned, and it looks cool and whatnot. But like, isn't this like a huge infection and 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 something there's just tons of people dead i guess because it's been a long time well obviously but like but in i think in the next episode is where we're really gonna get a good infected fight well hopefully i think so (laughs) i think i i think this episode was was to set up the sort of the group of hunters i don't know if they have a name yet that was one of my things that i actually wrote down was joe's calling them people and not hunters Mm. so i think he's just doing a general they're just they're people I think it's set up kind of nicely, like that scene where they they in the forest. Joel kind of talks about, uh, you know, people are who we should be worried about as well. Um, and I don't know. I feel I feel differently there. I, I've always loved The Last of Us for like how humans reacted. Like it's a real sort of dive into the human condition and how humans have sort of reacted to the apocalypse and what humans are driven to do. Um, you know, like we see later in the game which we'll see in the series we see david who's like completely twisted and i love seeing how humans kind of react to it so i don't i don't really mind not seeing infected but um i think you make a good point we haven't seen a lot of infected at all and that's kind of one of the big concepts of the show mm-hmm. they can still bring it back so it's it's not like it's mm-hmm. but you're starting to see a pattern yeah 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 and i'm i'm not too sure if i'm happy about it i'm not gonna like i, get I can it. tell like you know it's we can sense it yeah yeah it's it's like I, tingling. the pizza tingle i love human stories i think you know it it definitely comes up more in a situation like this and i love that they are uh putting a big mirror in front of us of of how it would probably be in a lot of cases but at the same time you have infected, infected. the the game remedies that pretty well where there's parts in the story where it focuses on the humans, but you do encounter infected uh, as you sort of going through things. So like the Pittsburgh level, I mean, it's all about the hunters and trying to survive the hunters. Yes, but yeah. I mean, we have that 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 epic part of the game where Joel falls down the elevator shaft and he's in like the basement levels and you fight some bloaters and clickers and like it's really tense. Because so, I mean, not that's gone. not something that, that yeah, that, I mean, that's not something you could kind of write into the show because it would be like, not pointless, but it would kind of just extend the episode for, for no reason, essentially. But that's my. But that's problem. what we want to see, I suppose. But that's my problem. You can make them disappear, 
this is the mm -hmm. thing that started it all. They are still around. They can evolve. They mm. become bigger. They become bloaters, clickers, whatever. And it feels yeah. like they are just missing. That actually kind of. reminds me of a part in The Last of Us Part 2. No spoilers. Um, but you're just kind of wandering around collecting things. You go into a random bathroom and a clicker just... Or a runner... Yeah, I think it was a clicker. Just, just bursts through one of the closed stalls and scares mm. the living crap out of you. Like, little things like that. There was just, like, it was a peaceful place. You know, everything was fine. You just go into this random bathroom to loot. Ah! So in regards to the uh, the forest, yes. at first, I was just in there like, okay, this is going a little too long. Either something's going to happen or it's not. I'm kind of like, come on, let's move on. Hmm. But as soon as the episode ended, I appreciated it because it gave a lot of foreshadowing. He wasn't able to sleep, so he stayed up. You know, with his gun, making sure everything was okay. Later on, he actually sleeps uh -huh. and feels somewhat safe. Um, worried about people. It's almost kind of like the opposites happened, um, which I kind of was like, okay, that, that makes sense. It's a little bit of foreshadowing for what's to come. Um, mm -hmm. But the coffee. In the game, Joel doesn't get his coffee. So we get into, you know, I love that scene because that's basically me. Uh, when they are driving around, uh, Joel uh, finally talks about Tommy. Uh, uh, and, you mm. know, why is he the way he is? Because we, we don't get a clear view on that in the games uh, specifically. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, here we get like a little backstory for Tommy as well. Like, you know, he he always had this, I uh, we could say it's it's like a hero complex. Or it is, it's a hero complex. complex. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly he, that, yeah. He, he wants to save the world no matter what. He joins the army and then, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's it's not going the way he plans yeah. it goes and and that it... was finally confirmed too like we all kind of assumed yeah. that the desert storm sticker was not joel's but we finally kind of got that yep this yeah, is yeah, yeah, he was this... the one who did it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so that, that was a nice nod uh okay. for us as well tied up yes exactly uh and then I just love that because I'm literally the same. Joe is like, you should sleep. You're tired. I'm not even tired. I love that. I'm so glad they did that. It's one of my me favorite, too. favorite, favorite things. That's me. In the it's game. Such a it's like, I'm not even tired. Just like, the, that jump cut. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally me. Every time I sit in a car. I love I need, that. I need like 10 minutes and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I feel you. I feel you. I'm, I'm the I love same. That. And then, oh. and then we we get into uh, obviously not Pittsburgh because uh, reasons. Uh, we we get into Kansas City, uh, and you know Joel uh, deems uh, Tunnel to not be safe or not worth messing around with. Turns back, and that's how we start jumpstart uh, this storyline basically uh, of mm. running into the oh help I'm hurt. Guy. He didn't say the line. He, he didn't. Even he didn't say it. I do really like though it's um the the sort of motivations are kind of the same because in the in the show Joel looks at that tunnel and you I love how they've done this because you he looks through like the cars and everything that are parked there and the tunnel after that is just clear yeah there's just nothing through the rest of that tunnel so it very very much looks like someone's blocked that um, to force them in to the, go into the city yeah and then in the game Joel's on that uh, highway. And there's cars blocking the highway, and then there's like a little turn off that he can take. And in in both the show and the game, he kind of goes screw it, and then decides to go through. So I think he knows 
there's very much chance that this could be incredibly dangerous. But I think he just he doesn't want to add the journey or add the time to his journey. So it decides to take the dangerous route. I love that that's kind of the same because Joel essentially kind of drives straight into this trap. There was one thing as well with the with the ambush that I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I was really, really hoping that we were going to have like a bus connect with them like in the game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like, it's it's just like way too extra and like it wasn't necessary, yeah. but I was but hoping that there got- would just be. Us. All those NPCs like throwing the bricks and mm. you know stuff at him, shooting at him was great, and just the anxiety of just kind of like that turning into the shop and smashing into it kind of got like mm. the vibes of that first episode where it was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. We get the whole Joel killing everyone and making sure that Eddie is safe, uh, kind of thing. And yes, obviously, uh, I kind of figured out as soon as Ellie picked up the gun in the previous episode, that this is where we're going to get her saving Joel. Yeah. Like, literally. Uh, It's a bit weird that I don't even know where she shot the guy, but it feels like she shot him, like, in the back. Because he was like, I can't, I can't walk. Yeah. I think it was right on the spine. Mm. Probably. And she did look like she was pointing, like, way down. I was like, is she going to shoot Joel, like, through the sky? I was a bit worried for a second. I, I, I really enjoyed the whimpering and the pleading. That sounds wrong. Please don't take it the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what happens in the games too. If you hit somebody like in the knee or knock them down before you strangle and kill them, if you let them go, they will not let them go, but let them keep talking. They'll, they'll, they'll plead with you. Let me go. You know, all of these other things. It was nice seeing that in action because that's not something that, I think people will terribly notice because you're in the mode at that time. I'm just going to kill this guy. I'm not going to let him talk. That's dumb. He's going to get up and get me. Um, So I thought that was just like a really nice little nod to a mechanic in the game. There was also, um, I don't know if it, if this was done on purpose or not, but uh, when Joel kills the first guy and then the other guy says like, says like, oh, you got this guy, motherfucker. Like, he, like, says his name and he's like oh you hit him it's like it's it's kind of like how they added it to the second game where like neil Druckmann did like an interview and he said they wanted to give like the enemy npcs like names so if you shoot someone one of the other npcs will be like oh no they got fred or whoever that's cool so i don't know i don't know how intentional it was but it was exactly the same so like let's say that guy's name was fred like this guy was like oh damn it you motherfucker you got fred and then he goes and he checks on him. So I don't know if that's like an intentional nod, but it but sounded exactly cool. like what they do in the second game. I thought it was really cool. I thought oh, if that's intentional, that's like so low-key cool little Seriously? Easter egg. I yeah, love I, I love that. that. I was like, because it also, I mean, it's such a great mechanic in the second game because it gives the enemies personality. It makes it more it heavy worse. to kill people knowing yeah. that they're they have a name. Because they have a name, yeah. Instead of just this faceless, nameless, like obstacle it's a real human being so how did you guys feel about the difference between how ellie has the gun and saves joel versus now versus like the hotel so the reaction for joel is actually completely different than it is in the game joel is pissed Mm. like you defied my orders but here he's a lot more understanding i kind of liked the more calm route when when joel didn't say like oh you almost blew my head off what are you doing give me that gun i didn't i didn't like it initially i was like oh it doesn't feel like like joel would be pissed off about that Mm -hmm. 
he would be like, you hid that gun from me and like, you could have killed me. Like, I, I, I don't know. It felt very different to the game. Cause the game is, he's super angry at Ellie, even though he literally would have died if it wasn't for her. And then you play through like sort of 30 minutes, 45 minutes of gameplay before mm-hmm. he gives Ellie that rifle. I think Joel is simply just seeing from that moment onwards that Ellie's a kid. So obviously mm. he controls himself much better and he he just doesn't get as angry as in the game because he's like, okay, this is traumatizing. You're a kid. You shouldn't have to do that. And then you know, just realizing that I think it makes him more humane. Uh, yeah. And um, I, I like that. I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't miss the whole Ellie blow someone heads off, basically. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. I shot the hell out of that guy, huh? I shot the hell out of that guy, huh? It's different from killing an infected than killing a straight up yeah. human. And I'm glad you point that out too. I think it makes him more humane because. It's not only is it progressing the story to where we're quickly getting to the unhealthy attachment part, uh-huh. um, because that's why I was initially like, oh, come on, get a little mad. And I was like, wait, why do I want him to get mad at Ellie? Like, that's so, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. It doesn't make him a little bit more human and understanding, which is yeah. eventually what we'll get from Joel, which we're getting now. It's been nice to sort of see him at the beginning, like, oh, you're just cargo. And he's like slowly starting to kind of, say you know what but like you're still just a kid you shouldn't have to deal with any of this yeah at least we didn't have to deal with a qte of nearly getting your throat stabbed with glass oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh man (laughs) i kind of wanted to see that because one of my favorite things in the game as well is that qte when you when you start like pushing away and then the camera angle changes to like just above joel and you see him look up at the guy with like this (laughs) evil eyeball and he's kind of like a it's like yeah. the most badass thing ever. You just look at Joel, you're like, oh my yeah. word, he's about to murder a populace right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys notice all the QTE kind of stuff that was popping up in this episode too? Like the moving the stuff from the door, pushing the door open. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like moving stuff. I was like, nice Joel sir. gave Ellie a lift up. Yep. 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 And okay. she got in and unlocked the door. Oh, that was cool. What would you do? I love that. that. <laughs> we are meeting a new more defined character uh, than what we had in the game because obviously in the game the hunters are hunters and and that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, it it feels like they literally just enjoy hunting down people we are meeting uh, Caitlin aka the lovely Melanie Linsky who you can yeah. know from Yellow Jackets or Two and a Half Men uh, for example she's great I don't like her <laughs> but we're not supposed to like her I, know. <laughs> I mean she is the kind of character that I like as an evil character. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they, I, I think the motives and everything are just great behind her. She's seeking justice for her brother, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yes. Somehow her brother died, but they name dropped Henry real quick. Very quick. Yeah. Very, very quick. And it feels like that it's personal for, for Henry uh, mm-hmm. and Caitlin, basically. Uh, which was, you know, because in the game, I like that they are literally just trying to get by and meeting up with their group. But in here, they obviously changed it to uh, Henry lived in the city, I guess, and having a bigger involvement uh, in in the whole thing. Instead of us just in the game, just like coming across Henry and Sam. Yeah. I like that in the show, kind of like what they did with the third episode, expanding the world a little bit. That's exactly what they're doing here. So then we can have a little bit more of an emotional attachment 
hearing something about them and their story. Um, but this whole next little bit is what I was kind of like considering as like exposition of consequences. Um, because in the game, all you do is like you kill a bunch of people and then all of a sudden there's more bad guys. But within the game, or not the game, the TV show, within the show, we're able to see the background of consequences saying, oh, somebody killed these guys. We need to, we need to find them. We need to do all this stuff, even though it's just, they assume that it's most likely Henry. They don't know that it's Joel and Ellie, but because Joel and Ellie did this thing, everything blows up. It's a huge deal. And this is my theory is because they're doing that, it's going to make the beginning of The Last of Us Part 2 make a lot more sense because we're getting a lot of reaction to consequences and how yeah. big of a deal it is mm. to how things are going to go in the second one because there's a lot of consequences that Joel is going to have to deal with. <laughs> the other thing I will I will point out is that he got my dear friend Jeffrey Pierce. Making... I wanted you to do that. I was so excited. <laughs> His appearance as Perry. He's badass. I love that beard. He is so I, badass. I, I, love, I love the hair, everything. No wonder he was training so much. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And just hearing him speak, I'm like, oh, there's Tommy. Tommy's here. Because if you don't know, Jeffrey Pierce is Tommy in the games uh, and uh, here he plays uh, Perry and it was very strange that no one called him by his name in yeah. this episode I was like we know he's Perry obviously because he was announced as yeah. Perry yeah, that's in true. the lessons, but no one said hey Perry or something like <laughs> right and I don't I don't know if this was just me like hearing like you know because you you know him and stuff but like yeah. i'm just like looking at him as he like it was almost in the beginning when he was introduced just like his stance and i was like that dude knows at how good he looks in a beard like you can just see it in he his knows. stance he knows he knows and he's working it oh yeah he is rocking it's, it yep oh amazing <laughs> wait way to go jeffrey the first time i Great. the first time i saw him when he came up and he's like holding that gun and he's just like there, just looking like a freaking soldier of war. I was like, damn, dude. I want to like grow all my stuff out now as well. Even though you just like cut it you off. Just, you just cut it off. I just off. shaved, but Come on. I'm going to have to grow uh, back now. Dye, uh, dye everything gray. Yeah. Hell and yeah. Jeffrey, I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> you can try. It was, it was, I was very excited to see his character because I initially thought like, like he's a pretty big deal, Jeffrey Pierce in the games. And so I'm like, they're they're totally gonna just introduce him like last second at the end with like a couple. That's quips. what I was expecting as well. We got stuff about him, and it made me so happy. I didn't think he was gonna be like the right hand man. I thought he was gonna be the leader. Yeah, of so this, of the, the hunters. Well. Yeah. If that's the case, I have a feeling he's gonna have a bigger story. But you know what I would love to have happen? Yes. Is, you know, throughout the, you know, first season, maybe something happens. Maybe we assume he dies. You know, something happens. Mm. We don't see him again throughout the entire first season. Then the second season happens. And we see him in the village that Joel and Ellie go to. Go to and we just see him there working or, like, training people. And we're like, it's that guy! You know, he turns <laughs> to the good side. Like, that's... That's my prediction of what's gonna happen. <laughs> that would be cool because it does because it does actually say on the Wikipedia page um, 
P Jeffrey Pierce actually says his character has huge implications for things that occurred in the game. So he he could be a really really big character. I th like I said, I thought he was going to be the leader. So maybe he like takes over from Kathleen or something. Lily's maybe been Kathleen quiet dies. because her podcast episode is going to drop end of February where they talk to Jeffrey. So she's being <laughs> quiet. <laughs> the only thing I would say, if you're looking at that Wikipedia page, the picture of Jeffrey there is a picture from our podcast. To all the friends, okay. Jeffrey, more, yeah. That's it happened with us. It's that's where they took I'm, the screenshot that's, from. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I feel like I can watch it again because <laughs> I didn't even. That's awesome. Yeah, Jeffrey's great. We love Jeffrey. He even looks cool yes. in that picture. It's just the this guy's just like does. oozing with coolness. He's just cool and one of the kindest people ever to exist on this earth. Just putting it out there already. That's wonderful. Uh, um, we love you, Jeffrey. We love you, Jeffrey. <laughs> You're great. I I will point out two things. Uh, that uh, I think gonna make what happens to Henry and Sam even more heartbreaking. I was like, oh, you can't do this. It's very annoying. <laughs> you have to stop this. We were already destroyed, uh -huh. Bill and Frank. Uh, so they find this attic, basically, where mm. Henry hid Sam. Uh, and we can see all the food and everything. And then Super you can you can freaking see the superhero drawings that Sam did. And I'm like, don't, don't give and, me that. <laughs> and he put, like, Sam put paint on his face. He put yeah, the, because I didn't understand on the pictures when they just released, like, the promo yeah. pictures, why he had that red. He was painted, yeah. Yeah, I was like, Super okay. Cute. And now they, 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 they explain it that he's into superheroes and he's drawing themselves as superheroes. And I'm like... I'm really excited to see if Joel and Ellie happen to know sign language because sam is deaf and so it's the actor which is a change from the game but i think it's gonna be a really cool one because yeah. that means he won't be able to hear clickers or runners or, or anything, anything. Mm. yeah anything. or anything and it, it makes me question if they're gonna include um the sewer scene uh i hope they do something with the sewer scene but maybe not as like big and dramatic but, but i feel should. like they, I really hope they do because that's a real big part of their story. I mean, just imagine this deaf kid going into the sewer and getting a feel like we got in one of my all time favorite movies, A Quiet Place. Oh, yes. Mm. You have there, a there's so much potential. opportunity there to have a Quiet this, Place did it. So, yeah, this incredible horror can. sequence. With the clickers, stalkers, and whatnot, and this deaf kids just in the middle of it, with an, uh, yeah. well, assumably with an adult that can't even do sign language, because at that part he's gonna be with Joel. So yeah, it's I'm there. so excited. It's there. I was I was I was actually <laughs> thinking about it this week. I was thinking about it this week. They could do a shot. I mean, it might be a bit of a reach to if they would do this or not, but the. The, the 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 scene or the shot from uh, the first episode where Sarah's uh, she's doing something and that old lady is like busy freaking out and like twitching in the background. They could they do something could do similar, something similar where um, Sam. Sam. There you go, Sam. Sam 
Sam's maybe looking at the group and maybe they're trying to get through a gate or something like that. And maybe they're out of focus. There's like a clicker in the background and it starts yep. getting closer. Yeah. They could do something like that to mirror that, that shot from the beginning. They can to do make so it kind many of things with make him, him feel like they kind of like you know like mm. include us in like yeah. doing quiet scenes. Oh, like, man, the you intensity can only that they like, could get out of that ringing or or not even ringing, just, just straight quiet, up quiet, no noise, nothing. The only the only thing I'm I'm hoping for for him and his character is is that they don't exploit it and and make him seem like. Uh, a tragic character because he's helpless. Of his it doesn't feel disability. like it so far. Yeah, I'm interested. Also, before we get back to Sam and Henry, do we think that that promo shot of the bloater coming out of the ground is what is hiding under the concrete? Mm. So I don't think it's a bloater. I think it's going to be one of the newly one of the new creatures. Uh, I'm new, really hoping yeah. so. I want to see. Have they have they announced infected. that the have they announced that there's going to be new types of infected? Yes. Yep. I don't remember if they're going with stuff that they had in concept art or if they just like did something completely new. It's it it's already new. it's already new with the whole like you know the ground is moving and and something something's is coming out under under so, the ground. So, so uh, the the first time I saw that that part with the ground sort of lifting up, I my first impression was that it wasn't an actual infected, but it was maybe just the fungus growing and pushing the ground up so i don't think it's because it, like the thing is like for an infected That'd to be, be there and just keep kind of pushing that up i think maybe it's just the fungus and it's it's kind of growing and eventually pushing that ground up so the fact that they saw it push up and they freaked out and left kind of implies that maybe it is something that's going to break through but i think maybe it's kind of the infection trying to break through the, through the through the ground i can't and then wait when to see it comes who's going to be right <laughs> I also really loved with Joel and Elliot as they were going up the stairs that Joel got exhausted. Mm. We keep bringing that up, like he's old, he's fifty six, is what it is. Yeah, and the poor guy is exhausted. And I was impressed they got to floor thirty three. Thirty three. To be totally honest, yeah, um, that's quite fun. But he's tired. He actually sleeps. It was a little bit of. Um, foreshadowing when LA like asks, you know, you, I noticed that you can't hear very well out of your right ear. It's, um, it's foreshadowing because when we see him again asleep, what's he laying on? His left side. So yep. he can't hear. So therefore they're taken by ambush by Sam Henry, mm. which I thought was cool. I, I don't also... know if we're going to see anything else again with the deafness, Probably. but it was perfect for that scene. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they, they kind of. They, they kind of did something uh, with that in the Hawkeye series where mm -hmm. uh, Clint is, is deaf, I think, in, in one ear uh, or both. both. He ends up being deaf in both. both. Yeah. But, I mean, that that was kind of just mentioned at the beginning, and it wasn't really touched on for the rest of the series. So I mm -hmm. hope that they don't do the same thing. I hope that it in becomes Hawkeye. a persistent thing. Are you talking about the movie or in the Hawkeye. TV show? Hawkeye is the TV show. persistent. It's there. Like, you know, he yeah. has problems. It's like throughout the whole thing. It's throughout the whole throughout thing. The whole in thing. The, yeah. in the, uh, did you finish the show? What are you talking about, Nick? Okay, disregard <laughs> disregard what I said. I watched it a while ago. I've completely forgotten. It's okay. I hope they do, this, I hope they do it Marvel, the same way then. We are Marvel, like, 
Alex. So <laughs> I have it everywhere on me. Like, come yep. on. If one of us misses something, the rest of us will get it. What I found interesting in that scene, it's the first time Joel laughs at the joke. And it's a poop <gasps> joke. Obviously, it's a poop joke. And it's always it's a, such a wonderful joke. laugh. And it like fades to black, you know, they're going to sleep. And I was like, they're not leaving it at that. No. We're going to get something. Um, I thought that it's going to be Perry. I'm not going to lie. I thought so too. I didn't expect us to see Sam and Henry yet. Sam and Henry are not in the same outfits no. at all. No. Um, so I'm assuming it's still winter-ish in the show. Probably. They haven't moved on seasons yet. But no, no. yeah, they're not wearing the clothes from the show yet, but maybe they will. But is it's it? more important about Joel and Ellie wearing the same outfits than it is <laughs> the most about the others. <laughs> in my humble opinion. There's, there's a piece of dialogue in the game, which I thought was so fascinating. It's a nice little sort of uh explanation on joel's backstory as well where he so in the show joel says he knows all about these types of people and uh ellie's like oh you do and he's like yeah i've been on both sides and i think that that's such a great line because it kind of gives joel that that backstory of like he's been the one that's the ruthless killer and steals from people and things like that so i love that line i love that they included it once again that Mm. was line from line the same because i was like "Ah, i love it it's one of my favorite lines as well. It's such such a great line for Joel's character. I'm so glad that it's because that it's Joel in the show. is an asshole. Yeah, he's not a good person. He's not a good person, and I think we love especially, him, but, uh, uh, exactly. he's, he's a really well written character, and it's okay to like his character. Yeah, but it's not going to change the fact that he's an asshole. Yeah. And he's a cold blood. He's killer. less of an asshole in the show, but like when you play the games, he's a bit of yeah, he's an asshole. He is. He's and, a bit of a uh, dick. You know, that's why uh, I, I will jump back just a tiny yeah. bit to that scene where they kill the kid because it's a kid. That's very obvious. The first thing uh, he's saying is that he's going to go back to his mom. Uh, yeah. And then uh, when Joel kills him uh, off screen, he's crying after his mom. Mom, mommy. It broke my heart. Yeah. It, it, You know what it reminded me of? Mm. One of my favorite movies, Saving Private Ryan. I was gonna say that's exactly what it reminded me yeah, of too. When, because when Doc is dying and and oh. asking after his mom, obviously seeing that replay in my head. Oh. When they when they take his body back, doesn't doesn't his dad kind of kneel down? Yeah. I was hoping it would be well. his mom. Like, but that's uh, also, I mean, that also speaks to Erica what you were saying about consequences and things like that. You actually see the ramifications of what Joel's done, obviously, which and is it's, uh, which it's, is really really cool to see. Yeah. It's also a point on Joel being cold blooded because yeah. he just doesn't care. He's like, if you're trying to attack me, I will kill you. Yeah, yeah. He kind of just tells Ellie to go away, and then just oh yeah, there will be lots more of that. that and tons more of that. Oh, yeah, great episode. Uh, very great episode. I I almost want to give the episode a 10 out of 10, which I might, simply because of the beginning. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so easy to I am to so do. easy to please with fan service. I am so easy to please. So you know what? Just I'm gonna leave it at that because that was the one thing that I complained about in the last one. That That's was like true. just my favorite thing of like almost the entire game. I was really That's upset true. that we didn't get it, but I held out hope. I was like, I don't think it'll work. Like I think they've just missed it. But we got it. We got the magazine. We got we got the puns. I'm going to just call it a 10 out of 10 because I am very okay. easy to please, but I also didn't have any complaints about okay. the episode. Fair, fair. All right, so 10 out of 10. 
Are you easy to please? Um, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm very. Um, no, I, I, I definitely, I definitely appreciated the fan service as well. Uh, yes. The scene in the car is just, it's, it's legendary. It's iconic from it the game. It had to be included, and the the jump cut, jump cut when Ellie's sleeping as well. Like little things like that are just such great fan service. Uh, but I also really, really loved how they slowed this episode down a ton. Mm-hmm. And with that, we're able to focus on Joel and Ellie. I feel like their banter in the episode was great. Uh, it's really sort of fleshing out their relationship. Like they're still kind of tentative. They're not really close yet. Uh, but we're kind of starting to see where that's going to develop. Um, so I'm really excited to see how that's going to continue going. Um, so I was very excited about that. I also loved this group of i don't know what they're called yet but the this group of hunters or whoever they are i really really like them because uh it's a huge population of them as well so i'm interested to see where that goes and it presents a lot of interesting problems for for joel and ellie so that's and some of the other things in the episode were really cool but i did feel like it lacked a lot of uh not a lot but it lacked a little bit of action uh, but it still was a pretty enthralling uh, episode. It was very short as well. That's another thing. Uh, so for me this week, I'd say I give it an 8.5. Well, altogether, uh, as much as I enjoyed Joel and <laughs> Ellie's relationship evolving, because obviously if you're going to spend that much time together, you can sit in quiet. And I liked that mm-hmm. Ellie was persistent and pushing through and, and trying to get to know Joel and talk to him and whatnot. I loved all of those things. I loved the new introductions, love Jeffrey. Uh, all that stuff is great. Uh, I can't wait to see more of Sam and Harry, obviously, because as I mentioned before, mm. I adore them. I'm going to be the asshole again. <laughs> you have justifiable <laughs> reason, though. I, I'm sorry. I have to do this, but I will. Where are the infected? We are in the city. I understand. Like, I can get over the forest part. I can be like, okay, fine. We're in the fucking city. They are <laughs> fucking going yeah. around in, in, in buildings. In uh, Probably some of them are completely undiscovered buildings as well. And they can just easily walk in and nothing happens. And I'm like, fuck it, I you, guess. You, they, you, they are non-existent yeah. at this point. I don't know. It annoys me so much. Not even like a single one in that Nothing. whole building. You can't even you can't even see the fungus growing anywhere. Yeah, that's true as well. I don't think we saw oh, any yeah. of the cordyceps in this whole episode. Nothing. Like, hello, come on. I just replayed the episode in my head. Yeah, I think you're right. There's no cordyceps anywhere. Nothing. And Nothing. I'm like, as as much as it was in Brooklyn, and you could see it on buildings and and whatnot, and there was signs. Here that it's just it, it's it's just non-existent, I guess. Nothing. Uh, you, you, so you could say you could say that they maybe cleared it all out, but that's a lot to clear out. Like, come on, come like on. yeah, you can clear out sections the and section, you know, do that kind of thing, traces. but it was the whole city. Mm. Mm. It's seven. Suspicious. That's our widest range of of ratings so far. Yeah, with a seven and a ten. Because I think often, especially with the zombie type of or infected type of uh, media, uh, I don't know why, but creators feel like that the two things that are the biggest threats, which is obviously the infected and the people, they can coexist. And a lot of times, if you pay attention to that, like, like they don't dare to put 
two of them in the same episode or in the same uh, space. Yeah. Uh, and and I feel like like you know it's it just doesn't make any sense. Like you can still have the bad guys who went crazy from the whole thing or just became, uh, you know. Like power we just we just need well, a little just, bit, like just a tiny bit, just, just one, just like a little taste, straggling, you know, in. <laughs> And somebody's just like, ah, hold on just a second. Boom. Yeah. Okay, Boom. back to it. Like it, it can coexist. And that is a very good, very I'm I'm just promoting movies in this episode. I'm not even sorry. Uh <laughs> I, I I'm just gonna put in the perfect example because you cannot convince me otherwise. Two. One is train to Busan. Oh. Which is the greatest what? You need to watch so, You haven't so, so, seen so Train to Busan? I haven't. You have to it's watch so it. It's so good. It's the best zombie movie ever in existence. It's terrific. It's, it's, it's a mm-hmm. Korean movie. It's beautifully done. Uh, and it coexists, the whole thing. Bad people, zombies, infected. It coexists. It works. You can do it. Erica, if you haven't watched it, I'm begging you, please watch it. <laughs> Send me the title. And if you at home haven't so watched it, you need yeah, to watch yeah. it. You need to watch it. And then okay. the other thing is is also I'm going to promote it here as well. You can catch this on Netflix because it's a Netflix original. It's once yeah. again a Korean uh, production. So, you know, it's also I know what you're going to say. Uh, <laughs> it's Kingdom. Uh, Kingdom oh. is fantastic. Uh, it shows perfectly. And it's a political uh, century drama with zombies in it. And it fucking works. Oh. You can do it. You can work the two together. So please. I've seen promos for this, but I haven't watched it yet. But I you do know to. of this one. You have to. They both perfect examples that the two things, evil humans, zombies, can coexist in the same mm. space. And you can do it smartly. And you don't have to take out one of them completely for the other to have space and work. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Mm. I'm done. Seven. I think I you I think you make a good a good point though because yeah. I mean I remember uh, uh, watching like preview videos of uh, you know critics and whoever who got to see the show and then reviewed it and and things like that and some of the reviewers were saying that they you know wanted to maybe see a few more clickers see a few more infected and that's what we're getting so far I mean we didn't see any infected in this episode uh, I'm trying to think back to. Yeah. Last episode, we only one. really saw one get annihilated by a trap. Yeah, yeah, but after a while, if you don't use them, they're not gonna feel like a threat. It's true. Yeah, and that's my problem. Like, they are just so nonchalantly walk around everywhere. I'm like, I feel like we're almost being lured into a false sense of security. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So we'll get an episode where the infected come back, and we'll be like, "Oh my god, I forgot how scary these things are." Yeah, exactly. That's the word for God. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I'm so annoyed with this. We I'm have. Like, let's see. We have. There's. There's. Is there eight or nine episodes in this nine. season? Nine. Nine. So we have five more left. So they have five more chances to impress Lily. They do. Only five to yeah. impress Lily. That's it. I'm, you better I'm, do it, HBO. Challenge, challenge extended, HBO. <laughs> Your most important person that you need <laughs> to have That's, impressed. <laughs> And stop grossing out work. with all the I mean, gross scenes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like my squad. Like, come on. My squad is the best. <laughs> I, to be honest, I am already impressed. But also, I am annoyed. And I'm not going to say I'm not. So, Good. 
Hi, everybody. You're watching this on CouchSoup currently, but there are some cool things if you sign up to be a member on CouchSoup.com. Not only can you get early access to our phases and have discussions with us there, um, we also do some really cool community stuff. Um, if you want to be a contributor, we do articles, we do stuff like this. Um, as a member, you get access to Zoom calls and some really fun just community engagement with each other. And it, they've built a, a really great place here. Um, so we would love to see you come on over and and hang out with us, get to see our faces a little early. And there's some other really fun projects coming down the line that will be exclusive, possibly to members only. Oh, that's uh -huh. easy. Uh -huh. At least I'm trying something. We'll we'll find out later. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. Uh, so this was us, the rest of us gang, um, and we're gonna be back next week. Uh, so you know, you can never get enough of us. Just saying. Just put true. It out there. It's true. <laughs> and there will be a season two. So yeah. mm -hmm. they're coming back, back with maybe. us. Uh, all right, take care of you all and uh, enjoy and survive. Endurance survive. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.